Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading The Imitation of Christ from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with Book 3, Chapter 55. The 55th chapter, The Corruption of Nature and the Efficacy of Divine Grace. The Disciple O Lord, my God, who created me to your own image and likeness, grant me this grace which you have shown me shown to be so great and necessary for salvation that I may overcome my very evil nature that is drawing me to sin and perdition. For I feel in my flesh the law of sin contradicting the law of my mind and leading me captive to serve sensuality in many things. I cannot resist the passions thereof unless your most holy grace, warmly infused into my heart, assist me. There is need of your grace and of great grace in order to overcome a nature prone to evil from youth. For through the first man, Adam, nature is fallen and weakened by sin, and the punishment of that stain has fallen upon all mankind. Thus nature itself, which you created good and right, is considered a symbol of vice and the weakness of corrupted nature, because when left to itself it tends toward evil and to baser things. The little strength remaining in it is like a spark hidden in ashes. That strength is natural reason, which, surrounded by thick darkness, still has the power of judging good and evil, of seeing the difference between true and false, though it is not able to fulfill all that it approves and does not enjoy the full light of truth or soundness of affection. Hence, it is, my God, that according to the inward man, I delight in your law, knowing that your command is good, just, and holy, and that it proves the necessity of shunning all evil and sin. But in the flesh, I keep the law of sin, obeying sensuality rather than reason. Hence also, it is that the will to good is present in me, but how to accomplish it I know not. Hence, too, I often propose many good things, but because the grace to help my weakness is lacking, I recoil and give up the at the slightest resistance. Thus it is that I know the way of perfection and see clearly enough how I ought to act but because I am pressed down by the weight of my own corruption, I do not rise to more perfect things. How extremely necessary to me, O Lord, your grace is to begin any good deed, to carry it on and bring it to completion. For without grace I can do nothing, but with its strength I can do all things in you. O grace, truly heavenly, without which our merits are nothing, and no gifts of nature are to be esteemed. Before you, O Lord, no arts or riches, no beauty or strength, no wit or intelligence avail without grace. 
for the gifts of nature are common to good and bad alike. But the peculiar gift of your elect is grace or love, and those who are signed with it are held worthy of everlasting life. So excellent is this grace that without it no gift of prophecy or of miracles, no meditation, be it ever so exalted, can be considered anything. Not even faith or hope or other virtues are acceptable to you without charity and grace. O most blessed grace, which makes the poor in spirit rich in virtues, which renders him who is rich in many good things humble of heart, come, descend upon me, fill me quickly with your consolation, lest my soul faint with weariness and dryness of mind. Let me find grace in your sight, I beg you, Lord, for your grace is enough for me, even though I obtain none of the things which nature desires. If I am tempted and afflicted with many tribulations, I will fear no evils, while your grace is with me. This is my strength. This will give me counsel and help. This is more powerful than all my enemies and wiser than all the wise. This is the mistress of truth, the teacher of discipline, the light of the heart, the consoler in anguish, the banisher of sorrow, the expeller of fear, the nourisher of devotion, the producer of tears. What am I without grace but dead wood, a useless branch, fit only to be cast away? Let your grace, therefore, go before me and follow me, O Lord, and make me always intent upon good works through Jesus Christ, your Son. In this chapter, the disciple talks about our human nature, which became corrupted after the fall of Adam and Eve. God's plan with the creation was that everyone who was born would be united with him, with God, in the paradise of creation immediately. But the original sin caused a division between our human nature and our spirit. A consequence of the original sin was concupiscence, meaning that in our fallen state, we are drawn towards sin. Sin is attractive to us. Now, this is an illusion because sin will not bring us the happiness and the peace that we long for. But this tendency towards sin is real. And in our weakened, fallen state, we don't have the strength to resist sin without the help of the grace of God. Our natural reason can judge between good and evil. Even an atheist can tell you that killing an innocent person is wrong. But knowing what is the right thing to do is different from having the strength to do the right thing. God's grace is essential in order to choose and to do the right thing. When we become poor in spirit, when we know how weak we are and how much we need God's grace, and we can open our hearts to that grace, then all things will become possible. We can begin to make good choices and to live the life of the virtues. So let's open our hearts to God's grace.
Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche, the Superior General of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm excited to let you know about my new daily podcast entitled Venerable Casimir and Our Lady, which will be launching on October 21st, 2023. Venerable Casimir Vyshinsky was a Marian father who lived in the 1700s. We are praying for a miracle so that he can be beatified. He helped to revive our congregation when we were at a low point because of the actions of his brother. He rewrote a Latin handbook by a Jesuit on the ten gospel virtues of Our Lady. He called it Morning Star, so that lay people would be able to understand it, to imitate Mary's virtues, and to grow in holiness. To access the podcast, simply visit divinemercyplus.org or search Venerable Casimir and Our Lady on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I'm also happy to share with you that you can order a copy of Morning Star on shopmercy.org. That's shopmercy.org. Simply search the phrase Morning Star on shopmercy.org and you can order a copy of the book today. Remember, every purchase supports the Marian priests and brothers at the National Shrine of the Divine Mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you.